everyone. Let me get a quick count here. All right, so we have Commissioner Decog, we have Commissioner Barnett, we have Commissioner Stevens, Commissioner Emerson, Commissioner Sheldon Sherman, and Commissioner Haswood. All right, Dr. Mohammed. We are good to go. All right. So good evening, everyone. I'll go ahead and read the uh, disclosure statement. So thank you. Uh, good evening. My name is Ferris Muhammad, and I'll be facilitating the Zoom meeting. Here are a few housekeeping items for this virtual meeting. This meeting is being broadcast and recorded on the City of Lawrence YouTube channel. The public chat function is disabled. All chats will go directly to me. When you are not participating in the meeting, please mute your microphone. When you are participating in the meeting, please keep your video on. When you are not participating in the meeting, please turn your video off. You will still be able to hear the meeting. You can turn your video back on when you are participating. Turning your video off when you are not participating allows the active meeting participants to be seen on the screen. If you have any trouble, please send me a chat. The city reserves the right to mute microphones and or turn off people's video to minimize distractions. Please remember to state your name every time you speak for the benefit of those listening remotely. And now I'll turn the meeting over to Chairperson Sellers. Thank you, Dr. Mohammed. This is Commissioner Sellers. Commissioners, thank you and welcome to this evening's in Relations Commission meeting, time 6.02 p.m. I'll start with roll call. Um, Commissioner Barnett. Present. Commissioner Stevens. Present. Commissioner Emerson. Present. Commissioner Sheldon Sherman. Present. Commissioner Haswood. Here. Commissioner DeCog. Present. And Commissioner Sellers. Present. We have a uh, Commissioner Falls, which we'll highlight here. Uh, 7-0, we do have a quorum and protocol been established. We will go ahead and conduct tonight's meeting. Um, before we get into our approval of the minutes, I wanted to take a moment and um, have our newest commissioner introduce herself. Then we'll go around and I'll call off everyone and we'll provide about 10 to 15 seconds of greetings and, and salutations to our newest commissioner. So, Commissioner DeCog, Dr. Gloria DeCog, if you want to introduce yourself and share. Okay, uh, good evening, everyone. Um, my name is Gloria DeCog. Um, I've lived in Lawrence for just over 30 years. Um, and I originally came to um, KU and uh, went to KU for a few years and then decided that wasn't the right place for me. So I went to Emporia. Um, I'm a librarian by um, profession. Um, I'm the library director at Ottawa University in Ottawa, Kansas. I've been this is my 19th year as library director. Um, and I also teach college. Um, and so uh, I love my freshman students because I teach freshman English. Um, I'm also a writer. Um, I 
I've been publishing children's books, but I also, uh, you know, publish um, academic resources, academic things. Um, and I'm working on a novel. I'm actually in an MFA program online um, and working on a, an adult novel. So that's me. It's good to meet all of you. And I, um, one thing I have to tell you, I'm a secular Franciscan. Um, and so I hope you're okay with secular Franciscans being on this committee. Uh, because for us, for me, for someone like me, it's important to be involved in um, working with people in Lawrence that have all kinds of issues. Um, and social justice is vitally important to me as a Franciscan. So I just wanted to put that out there so you're aware of who I am. Thanks. This is Commissioner Sellers. Thank you, Commissioner Decogan, for uh, sharing with you. And so I'm going to go around and have um, commissioners introduce themselves. We'll start with our Vice Chair, Commissioner Barnett. Thank you, Commissioner Sellers. Uh, this is Katie Barnett. I'm the Vice Chair of the Human Relations Commission. I've been on the Human Relations Commission since 2016, I think. I think, and have served in the role of chair and vice chair, um, and have been honored to have put together some programs, um, some educational outreach programs for the Human Relations Commission. So I really enjoy this work, and I was just appointed for another term, and so I look forward to serving with you. Thank you, Commissioner Barnett. Commissioner Stevens. Hi, my name is Caleb Stevens. I'm a, a therapist. I'm a clinician here in town. Um, I also recently graduated with my um, doctorate. So I'm just, uh, I've been on this commission for a long time. I don't know how long I've been on it, but I was also appointed for a an additional term to even out the, the, the numbers or whatever the years were for the commissioners. Um, I'm also an activist, and so this work is vitally important. Um, for not only for my community, <clears throat> the community that I serve, but also um, just for my praxis. So we're so happy to have you here. Thank you, Commissioner Stevens. Commissioner Emerson. Hi, uh, my name is uh, Kay Emerson. My pronouns are she, her. Um, I joined the commission in January. I was helping finish um, out a term of a prior commissioner. Um, and I uh, was uh, recently also reappointed uh, to the commission. Um, I am really excited to kind of see what we could do um, when it comes to um, just social justice um, in our city. Commissioner Emerson, we lost your audio. Oh, sorry. And so I would just say that I, I'm still in a learning learning role, but I, I'm thankful for uh, what I've been able to contribute um, so far. Thank you, Commissioner Emerson. Commissioner Sheldon Sherman. Hi, I'm Jenna Sheldon Sherman. I'm an attorney and I have been on the commission since 2020 and was also just recently appointed to another term. And I've learned a lot from Commissioners Barnett, Stevens, and Sellers since I've been on the commission. They are veterans. And if you have any questions, I would definitely recommend going to them. And I'm so excited to get to know you and work with you. Thank you. Commissioner Haswood. 
Hi, Commissioner Haswood here. Um, I was appointed here at the beginning of the year, so I'm still consider myself new and still learning every single day. Um, I'm Indigenous Native American, so happy Indigenous Peoples Day to everybody. Um, and, you know, bringing that Indigenous voice, I was born and raised here in Lawrence, grew up on the southeast side of Lawrence, uh, which I feel like is an underrepresented population and voice here in the city of Lawrence and the future of Lawrence. So hoping to bring that voice. Um, and I'm so glad that you're here today. All right. And I am Commissioner sellers amber sellers um let's see i started in 2020 so we had a huge wave of 2020 appointees so i think i officially got my feet wet in august although it may have started in july it's all a little bit of a blur here um and so um, came to the commission because of the background of my work and kind of the arc of my career a lot of the work that i've done through my life has been connected to connecting families to resources, um, civic engagement, and how to help elevate the voices of my community so that not only can they speak on their behalf, but they can speak with the knowledge and um, empowerment and that involvement that they that we all need to um, address some of the injustices in our in our community. And so, um, whether it's around public health and public policy, which is the work I do now with the state, um, specifically in research and public policy, um, I felt like that work married with a lot of um, the aims of our Human Relations Commission, which is essentially the foundation of civil rights and is the civil rights ordinance of our community. So wanted to be a part of, of that and how to utilize my strengths and my skills to elevate that work. And so I came here to be of service to this commission and to the communities to ensure that the civil rights of all of those who reside in Lawrence are upheld um, in that capacity. So um, it has been an interesting ride to say the least. Um, within a couple of months, I saw myself being in a position of vice chair and then chair. And so it has been a roller coaster ride that I wouldn't trade for nothing. And it's been a learning curve and it continues to be. And so hopefully as we continue to grow and evolve in this commission, you will see that your skills will fit in just as well and, and that you are just the voice that we need on this commission. So welcome, welcome, Dr. Gloria. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> All right. Okay, commissioners and commissioner sellers, um, at this time, take a moment to review if you've not had the opportunity, your September 13th meeting minutes. And after you have reviewed them, um, if I could get a motion to approve the minutes, if there are no corrections that need to be made. This is Commissioner Barnett. Um, I did notice on the chapter 10 discussion within the minutes, there was no um, specific directive or deadline for our ask of the legal department to give us an opinion on the chapter 10 language change of sources, source of income for um, the definitions of protected classes. And perhaps it's just my notes that don't reflect what we decided, um, but I was excited to look in the minutes to see what we decided on that and there's nothing there. So um, I guess I, Chair Sellers, I do not have the Roberts rules memorized. I'm not really sure how to deal with this situation, but I did wanna bring it up because I looked to the minutes to answer a question that I had and there's, it's not in there. 
So I'm not really sure what to do about that. The minutes seem, I've never seen them this abbreviated before. Okay. So you're talking about agenda item B2, the ordinance research request? Yes. Okay. And so for that, there was a time, there was the minutes to reflect a time for the legal department to get back to us on that. I believe this is Commissioner Burnett. I believe that we did request a time frame, or perhaps we requested a time to discuss it with the legal department, but I don't remember what we asked for, which is why I wanted to look in the minutes to find that out. And so okay. it's not there is my my only issue. Okay. So this is Commissioner Sellers. I would lean to, since I wasn't here for that part of the meeting, but I would lean to Dr. Muhammad, so for a little bit of guidance, for the sake of these minutes, although it does not highlight the discussed deadline for legal to get back to us on those specific tasks, has it been noted somewhere what that deadline is so that we can have the minutes amended to include that, or is that out of pocket with normal SOPs for notes for commissions, commission notes for meetings. So Ferris Muhammad, Director of Equity and Inclusion. Um, I know for myself, similar to uh, Commissioner Barnett, I don't recall quite if there was a, a specific deadline that was provided for uh, legal department to get back. Um, however, I think that if, um, if you wanted to do a, uh, a proposal to uh, accept the minutes with that being um, amended or uh, some type of conditional proposal, I guess, to accept the minutes that can happen, I guess. And then we see what, uh, go back and who, the person who does the meeting minutes can go back and try to include that in there and bring that the minutes back for for you all to vote on again, I guess. This is Commissioner Barnett. Um, I just, um, gosh, I sure don't want to waste a lot of time dwelling on this, but um, our meeting minutes are usually quite in depth. Um, multiple pages describing each of the actions taken and items discussed. Like I don't even see on here where we discussed um, that we wanted to include um, under source of income change, the definition um, or language about um, sex workers being protected. Um, there is literally nothing in these meeting minutes. And so I'm just wondering if this is just not our actual minutes. Commissioner um, Burnett, I I think you're correct in that aren't we supposed to be approving the September minutes? And these say August on them, at least mine, the link says Monday, August 9th at the top. And then it says the next meeting is September 13th. Um, so I don't think these are the minutes from last month. Oh, Commissioner Sellers. Go, go ahead, Dr. Mohammed. Okay. So, Ferris Mohammed, Director of Equity and Inclusion, I am noticing that as well. I can go and try to look into the iCompass and see if the individual who was responsible for doing the minutes did attach the wrong document because that is what it appears to be. And so, I probably won't be able to do it during this before you all take a vote on this. So, I can't email those out if those are uh, uploaded in the iCompass system where the minutes are uh, supposed to be attached to the agenda. 
so I can see if I can check on that and see if that's uh, uploaded in there and if so I can send it out to you all. Um, but it probably won't help as far as you are trying to vote on this now, as far as the acceptance of the media minutes for last month. Right. So this is uh, Commissioner Emerson. Uh, so does that mean that we would be looking at um, for uh, November um, uh, approving September and uh, October minutes, or are we trying to look at um, approving the minutes in between? I, so I wasn't quite sure what happens. There. This is Commissioner Sellers. Since we don't have the September meetings minutes, we wouldn't be able to approve them. So what we would do is we would table those until the next meeting, which would be our November meeting to approve them. And then we would approve them on top of our October meeting minutes. Uh, this is Commissioner Stevens. I just, so we'll just be able to keep it moving then, right? Yes, yes. Okay, all right, cool. This is Commissioner Sellers, yes, we have no minutes to approve. So we would strike, we don't strike it from the agenda. We would just move on and table that till our next meeting, till our November meeting. All right. Are there any objections? All right, seeing none, we'll move on to our next agenda item. Under um, item B, agenda items receiving our monthly case report from uh, Ms. Afoka. The report was provided to everyone in advance. Um, in the event to save time, we are not going to have Ms. Afoka parlay her report to us. Um, if you had a moment to review that report and you have any questions right now for Ms. Afoka, I will open up the floor to entertain any questions. If not, then I would ask commissioners if you have any direct questions about the report to share those with Ms. Afoka. But again, I'm going to open up the floor for those who reviewed the minutes prior to today's meeting, if they have any questions for Ms. Afoka. This is Commissioner Sellers. Ms. Afoka, I do have a question in regards to on the second page towards the bottom, said caller requested that we send her a housing discrimination intake form and it was mailed in the paperwork to her. Is there a, what is your follow-up process on those that are mailed um, any type of documentation to be completed? This is uh, Elizabeth Hafoka, Supervising City Prosecutor. That form was mailed to her. She did fax it back to me and it is under review. Okay. This is Commissioner Sellers, thank you. Mm -hmm. This is Commissioner Barnett. Um, I do just have a question on the conflict of interest. I'm, I'm trying to understand that, so the prosecutor's office answers to or is supervised by the legal department, that's correct. This is Elizabeth, a focus supervising city prosecutor. My uh, direct supervisor is Tony Wheeler, the city attorney. Okay, thank you. This is Commissioner Barnett. And um, so if there's a conflict of interest with your office as the prosecutor, then just moving up the chain, there's no conflict of interest because, to, because having Maria Garcia, assistant city attorney, strike out the conflict of interest that you may have with that one case seems like the conflict isn't quite removed is it i'm sure that tony knows exactly what she's doing and you guys are 
above board on that, but it seems like if you're, if you have a conflict, then your supervising attorney would also have a conflict. And so how can that supervising attorney also just send it to a different attorney within her technically same office and not have a conflict of interest? This is Elizabeth Hafoka, supervising city prosecutor. I do, um, I have raised those concerns uh, repeatedly and the decision to who does the investigations is not mine. Okay, thank you. This is Commissioner Sellers. Are there any other questions in regards to the case report for Ms. Afoka? All right, hearing none, thank you, Ms. Afoka, for being on the call. Commissioners, you do have the opportunity to email Ms. Afoka directly if you have any questions pertaining to this report or any other report. All right, moving on to agenda item number two, commission membership update. Um, we did have, I know we've been working through the last two meetings in regards to uh, commissioners and their um, fiduciary responsibility to, uh, of their appointment here on the city commission. And I know we've had some commissioners roll off due to term limits. Um, and so we have uh, addressed some of the um, timeline in the, with the commissioners with the adjustments of terms for Commissioner Stevens and Commissioner Barnett. Um, with that being said, we did have um, one commissioner who we've not heard from, Commissioner Falls, um, to which this officer, as well as uh, Dr. Muhammad, uh, made several attempts to reach out to Commissioner Falls to get the status of his commitment to the commission um, and his appointment. And at the time, uh, we did recently was able to finally connect with Commissioner Falls, and he has asked. Um, to a step down from his position with the commission. And so um, that has been noted and Dr. Muhammad is aware and Miss um, uh, Bobby with uh, the city um, has been, uh, will start that process of finding, uh, uh, reviewing applications for appointments to take uh, Commissioner Falls uh, uh, to fill his, uh, his vacancy in his term. So, um, we did our due diligence based on our bylaws, reached out to Commissioner Falls, gave him the opportunity to um, appeal um, um, his uh, vacant, vac vacating his seat. Um, he chose not to appeal and um, at this time has to be resigned. So, Commissioners, do we have any questions in regards to current commission membership at this time? This is Commissioner Barnett. I just want this meeting to drag out till 10 o'clock tonight. <laughs> um, I am curious then, um, weren't they both on a subcommittee? Does that leave one subcommittee with one person? And do are, I'm, I'm just wondering how the subcommittees will be dealt with. Um, that's my question. This is Commissioner Sowers. I do have it on the agenda, uh, Vice Chair Barnett, for us to talk about realignment of subcommittees. So we will be a little light, knowing that we do have two, um, since we do have two vacancies to fill uh, before, um, well, the potential, the potential to fill two vacancies. So we will discuss that later on the agenda, um, moving forward uh, with the need to realign some of our subcommittees in future work. 
So got you covered. Any other questions, commissioners? All right, seeing none, we'll move on to our next agenda item. Item number three, historical marker committee appointment uh, update. So um, with the uh, resignation of Commissioner Logan at our last meeting, um, that did open up a, a vacancy uh, with the Historic Resource, uh, Resources Commission with the Historic Marker uh, Subcommittee. That was a position that was filled by Commissioner Logan. And we do need to appoint a member of this commission to serve in that capacity um, to fill that out. So I wanted to, us to be able to um, open up nominations for that appointment so that we can get that filled and uh, ensure that we have that representation um, from our uh, commission for that. So I will at this time, um, well, as Dr. Muhammad, in regards to that subcommittee, do you know how often they meet? That was something I should have I should have asked you before tonight. But as far as the frequency of their meetings or anything um, addition to that that you feel like we need to share before we open up nominations. So, Ferris Muhammad, Director of Equity and Inclusion, uh, to my knowledge, related to the frequency of that, the meeting of that uh, task force or subcommittee, I believe they only have met one time thus far. And I think that was uh, like two months ago or close to two months ago. And I think they were trying to get some, uh, see what the membership looks like on that committee so they can establish more uh, the frequency of their meetings. Uh, so in that meantime, I know they were looking at doing some research to do some, some uh, look at comparable cities to see what kind of policies and practices they have related to uh, markers and landmarkers. And we're trying to circle back for another meeting time. I was at that lat the first meeting that they had and they were looking forward to seeing who from the Human Relations Commission will be appointed to attend their meetings. But as of now, I think they're trying to figure out when is it best to meet again and then create the frequency of their meetings from that point is my, to my knowledge. This is Commissioner Sellers. Thank you, Dr. Muhammad. All right, Commissioner, so at this time, I will open up the floor uh, for any nominations for appointments. Before you do, uh, Commissioner Salas, uh, can I ask um, Dr. Mohammed, um, is what else does that committee do other than um, historical markers? Is there anything else other than research that they're doing um, that they might be involved in? And this is um, Commissioner DeCog asking the question. So uh, Ferris Muhammad, Director of Equity and Inclusion, Chairperson Sellers probably can give even a better answer than what I can um, in regards to that commission. But to my understanding, that's what they were charged with um, looking at is coming up and creating some policies and practices for the different type of landmarkers that can be placed throughout the city of Lawrence. Um, to my knowledge, that's what they, I know, I forget what provoked that or prompted that commission to be formed to look at landmarkers. Um, so Chairperson Sellers, if you have some additional information that could be uh, more educational or insightful, Please uh, share that. This is Commissioner Sellers. Um, I know some of the initial work around the, the subcommittee uh, with the historical marker was to highlight the historical, you know, any historical accounts, um, as well as to do the research uh, around those and how to, to what Dr. Mohammed was saying, how to create, uh, how to make sure we have a policy in place in order to um, have those markers recognized and um, making sure we have a, 
a repository of that. So from what I understood, the initial conversations with the subcommittee is that it was more of a think tank to figure out how expansive uh, the work of the subcommittee could be as that work is charged under the HRC. So as far as what they could do, I think it's just up to the imagination of the subcommittee. It was more of how do we get information into to, I, to outline what it is that we could potentially do and to take that back to the resources, the Historic Resources Commission to then get that moving to set those policies in place to share with the city commissioners to vote on for approval. Thank you, Commissioner Salas. So are there any commissioners who are open to participating in the Historic Markers Subcommittee of the Historic Resources Commission? And please note, you can nominate yourself. No need to be bashful. Commissioner Decog, I know you are new to the commission and I think with your expansive knowledge, I think you would be a fit for, for that committee. I know you are new, but as that subcommittee is new, if you are interested in wanting to involve yourself in that capacity. Um, I'm not sure about all the other committees, so I'm, I'm curious about those because I don't know what those are. Yeah. Um, but I would be interested in the research specifically because that's, that is my uh, forte when it comes to being a librarian. So um, I would be interested, um, Commissioner Sellers. So do you accept the nomination for appointment to the subcommittee? Sure, but I would like to find out more about other subcommittees that I don't know anything about. Yes, yes. We haven't even discussed our subcommittee. <laughs> I completely understand. I gave you that grace. This is Commissioner Sellers. So can you hold off on that until I've heard <laughs> all of the other things? <laughs> would you like for us to say we can definitely table? I would be more than happy to table uh, table agenda item three until we we work through our way through the other subcommittees. If that yes, please. That's just very weird, but okay. <laughs> I got you. No, thank that, you. That, Uncle Roberts does allow for you to table things to the to the bottom, so we will table agenda item three after agenda item eight. So we'll continue going. All right. Commissioners, we're now on agenda item number four, receive of the budget update. Um, in your agenda packet, you should have received a report from Ms. Tony Wheeler. If you remember uh, from a couple of meetings, we had discussed the budget that we, back in 2020, there was discussion around a grant that was submitted, HUD grant, which was the partnership fund grant that was um, sub that was submitted on behalf of the human relations department um, and that the funds would be used in a way to elevate some of the programs and activities that fall under the purview of the human relations commission. And there was discussion about utilizing those dollars for like the cultural, uh, the, Festival of Cultures, 
um, to do some education impact work um, in the community around um, what the Human Relations Commission is and how and um, the importance of the civil of the civil rights ordinance, as well as discussion to use those dollars to elevate celebration around the 60th anniversary of the Chapter 10 ordinance. And so we knew because of the pandemic that limited our ability to utilize those dollars because of um, gathering um, mandates and capacities of that nature. And so those dollars from 2020 rolled over into 2021. And so our last meetings, I did ask um, for Dr. Muhammad to speak with um, Ms. Wheeler to get an update on the budget for those dollars so that we could be, we would be able to plan accordingly quarterly with that um, so, uh, so to help guide some of the work that we proposed in our recommendations as a committee. And so it took a couple of tries, but we did officially uh, receive an update and that was in your agenda packet. Um, I won't parlay the entire uh, budget, but it was the grant was for $10,000. The way it was broken down was that it was proposed that $4,500 would be utilized for the city's um, co- uh, Festival of Cultures. Um, there was a line item for the 60th anniversary of Chapter 10. Uh, recognition and commemoration of the NAACP Historical Marker Project enhanced marketing. And so the Festival of Cultures was 4,500. The 60th anniversary proposed line item was 3,000. NAACP Historical Marker Project was 1,500. Enhanced parking was 1,000. Not parking, marketing, sorry. Uh, That would have been right out of our purview um, for a total of $10,000. What I realized with this is that um, to date, there is somewhere between 7966 and 4966 left because of the $3,000 that has yet to be spent to commemorate the 60th anniversary of Chapter 10. Of the $1,500 that's left of from the NAACP Historical Marker Project, $1,000 has been used. That $1,000 was used for the Juneteenth essay contest, of which those dollars were appropriated by vote from the city commission. And then the enhanced marketing, $1,034. So that budget went over by $34, of which that was the market, that was the printing of the HRC's um, uh, brochures. And so to date, of the $10,000, again, $2,034 have been utilized, which leaves us with the third which is that 79 to 49, which doesn't account for the $3,000 that is that was appropriated, but has yet to be spent to commemorate the 60th anniversary of chapter 10, which there is a footnote into that of what that $3,000 was, is hoping is proposed to be used for. Um, when I received this report, I will say I was a little, you know, there was some back and forth that went about, um, I think what I was a little bit disappointed when I was a little bit, I was a lot of disappointed with was the lack of communication between the office, um, between the human relations department and this commission, as far as the line item, these were things that was not, these were items that were not explicitly highlighted to us in our November or December meeting. 
And while I understand that we were going through a transfer um, of liaison of leadership with our liaisons, that did not happen until January. And I did share that with Ms. Wheeler um, that uh, while I understand that was a transition, that's not necessarily a decent rationale for why it took so long for this information to be shared with us or that funds had been utilized um, without that we don't have budget approval, but we didn't have knowledge that funds from this grant were utilized in different capacities, which allowed us to think that we had more money that we thought, you know, we thought we had around ten to $12,000, but we don't because it wasn't articulated to us in a way that the funds were utilized. Um, and so through that, I then realized that what was identified to us in meeting what was actually written for, um, let's just say some of those details were um, left out in the discussion. And so um, I wanted to be able to ensure, I wanted to share this with our commission because one, those are dollars that are, that were written for that are supposed to, they're supposed to elevate work that our commission does. And so we should have a say in ensuring that those dollars are used in that capacity based on how the grant is written and that we should provide input to that as well. And so this report gives you the opportunity to provide that input. With that being said, we still have $4,500 for a festival of cultures or whatever that reinvents, you know, reimagines itself to be um, that is left to the responsibility of this commission. Um, but there is money left aside in the, the NAACP historical marker project that can be reimagined. What do we do with that? How do we need those conversations to go about? And that's something that we would need to think about as far as our, when we realign our subcommittees to who, where that work and responsibility falls to. Um, I think one of the pieces that was disappointing about this was the enhanced marketing, which was the brochures that Dr. Muhammad shared with us early this year that we were like, oh, we have brochures. Where did these come from? That's where they came from. And the fact that brochures were created without our input, without our suggestion, um, again, I think it speaks to, um, and I shared this with Ms. Wheeler, is to ask her, in her mind, what does she see the role of what does she interpret to be the role of commissioners as it relates to the human relations department and the human relations commission in relationship with that? Um, which I did get an answer and I won't say that I was suffice. It sufficed. Um, I think it was just an answer. Um, but I did share that um, it, activities of that such, it would behoove that department to ensure that we are part of those discussions I'm seeing that we are extensions and we are the community and that we should have input in such documents. So um, I've done a lot of talking. I would like to hear from everyone in regards to the budget that was sent to everyone to get their input on um, just the report as a whole. Um, there really is no action to this. It was just to receive. Um, I will say, looking at agenda point five was the HUD partnership grant proposal for fiscal year 22. We do not have that um, in this agenda packet. 
um, the human relations department director. Uh, Ms. Wheeler has started the RFP uh, for fiscal year 22 for these dollars. And I did ask that before that grant proposal is submitted, that the um, that it be sent to um, Dr. Muhammad to be shared with commissioners to review. Um, and the action up under that is to review the proposal. Um, I don't know if we necessarily need to have a subgroup per se to review that, but I would like the commitment of at least two commissioners to review that proposal when it is presented to us um, and to provide feedback to Ms. Wheeler in regards to uh, the proposal. It's due the 31st, so it did not, because the report was not given to us, we can't provide input now, but I would trust those commissioners who are charged with reviewing that proposal to give, um, to provide recommendations that they believe fits within the uh, the purview of, of this commission. So I want to take this time to open up the floor to get feedback in regards to the budget and um, so that we can share that information back with Ms. Wheeler and also to see if there's any commissioners who are willing to serve in the capacity to review that proposal. Uh, this is Commissioner Emerson. Uh, when it comes to budgets, um, I think that uh, this is one of these things uh, when I first had joined the commission, I was like, hey, can we see the budgets? Um, because I, it really speaks volumes on um, where we where our priorities are based upon where our money is. Um, so this is one of the reasons why I really hope that, you know, just moving forward that we can have just regular budget updates. Um, and it just becomes part of um, our just routine of conversations. Um, uh, one of the things I wanted to kind of uh, pull out, um, I found it interesting uh, with the, we, when I had first started, we had talked about in January, the 60th anniversary uh, of the chapter and what we could imagine and do with that. Um, and it's really great to see that there are some, that there's some work um, that is being planned around that. And in my mind, I was like, you know, it'd be great to have an update on what that is um, because I find it interesting that we budgeted 3000 and we in fact are spending exactly 3000. Um, I always find that interesting. If you, if you said it at a thousand, you're spending exactly a thousand. So um, I find that um, kind of interesting um, and would love to learn more about what is being planned um, because uh, here I, I really don't see where exactly the 3000 3, is being spent. Um, so um, I would be interested in um, reviewing the, the RFP. Uh, it's just something that I just do um, in, in my work, personal work. Um, so that's something I could do pretty quickly and providing suggestions and recommendations on. Um, so, so yeah, I would probably, I very much agree with you, uh, Chair Sellers, on how you feel about this. Um, and uh, you can't um, cry over spilt milk, but you can figure out how you're going to do better. So I think this is a situation where we say it has happened. What can we do as commission to ensure that we are more aligned with the work that's happening with um, the Human Relations Commission? Thank you. This is Commissioner Sellers. Thank you, Commissioner Emerson, for those comments. Any other commissioners?
is Commissioner Barnett. Um, first, I just want to say thank you so much, Chair Sellers, for taking the time to have that meeting and get that information for us. It is certainly something that we've been asking about over the last year or so. Um, so to finally get that information put in front of us, um, get the numbers crunched and see where the budget is going is so incredibly helpful for our future work. So thank you for doing that. Um, and I we've done those storyboards before i've seen them displayed i think it's great um i would really like to talk about how we can make a greater impact with that forty five hundred dollars because doing display creating displays commemorating patting ourselves on the back for passing an ordinance is not going to end discrimination in the city of lawrence I think it's important to, you know, get the word out there. Those, like I said, they're in good places. People go there, um, the public sees them, but what else can we do that is meaningful work to achieve our mission? Um, I'd really love to take a dive into that. And um, I think that I, I, I certainly don't want to assign that to a subcommittee because I think it's all something we need to talk about as a commission, but I would like to see um, maybe ideas from various people submitted, you know, before the next meeting, maybe we can all submit our ideas to Dr. Muhammad or something. I'm just, I'm just trying to think of what we can all do to pitch in to have a discussion about this and actually use money to help our community. Thank you, Commissioner Barnett. And I, I would agree with you. I, I think there's multiple ways we can go about this as commissioners to charge ourselves to go back in the community for those who have a little bit more historical knowledge of the Festival of Cultures to say, hey, have you participated in the past? What are, you know, to get to figure out, you know, what can we do with that funding and, and how can we be more expansive with it that's more meaningful and impactful that's a celebration that's a little bit more than just a literal celebration, but to be, be a celebration of thought, celebration of action, celebration of, of, of program or something of that nature. So I would like, I don't think this could, it doesn't necessarily have to live in a subcommittee. I don't want it to live in a subcommittee, but I would implore each of our commissioners to do the due diligence to at least take some time to think about reimagining what a project could be that speaks to the level of the festival of cultures um, so that we can at least start to get that thought process going. Because we know this is typically an activity that's done in the spring. Do we want to continue to do it in the spring? Do we want to make, do we want to collaborate with another organization? Do we want to collaborate with another project to, to enhance that project as long as it fits within the parameters of the grant? and what the purpose and goals of the Festival of Culture is to do. I think that's that will take some, some thought process. We can definitely, that's gonna be one of our agenda items for our November meeting. Um, but I wanna, I would like to at least get some initial thoughts from commissioners about that, as well as the budget and, and, and moving forward. We do have Commissioner Emerson that's gonna look at the proposal. Um, I would like to have another person we know two eyes are better than one. 
This is Commissioner Barnett. I'll look at it. Thank you, Commissioner Barnett. Sure. All right, commissioners, you do have the budget in front of you. So please take a moment to review that. Again, we're gonna have some hearty discussion about this at our November meeting. So um, do your due diligence to review, share, get impact feedback from those within the community so that we can continue to move this conversation forward and figure out what we want the next steps on this to be. Are there any other question. questions? Yeah, <laughs> Chair Sellers. Um, I was like, oh no, don't. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for saying questions. Uh, this is Commissioner Emerson. Um, uh, with the 60th anniversary uh, of Chapter uh, 10, um, there's just a note here. This is please not notify Dr. Muhammad if you're interested in, you know, helping. Uh, but I'm just kind of curious, like, is there a place in where we could just, like, gather information what's been going on? Um, so I just wasn't quite sure how we would be able to, because it says it's time sensitive. It is because essentially why the three, if you look at the budget, the use, there's an asterisk by it because essentially this, this money has already been earmarked. There's already been marketing in place. So in a report, it's highlighted what the, the process was going to be as far as what the pro project was going to look like. So that 3000 for the 60th anniversary is essentially accounted for. It's just a matter of reviewing and, and, and adding any, last minute thoughts or or pieces on it but for the most part that money has already been um has been accounted for and that project is in play so what we have is roughly the 4966 which is the 4500 for the festival of cultures and the 500 that still remains from the naacp historical marker project uh right my question was more of uh kim do can we know more about the project at some point and um, what is entailed in the project? That was my The question. 60th anniversary? Yeah, I would direct, you can direct those comments to Dr. Muhammad. He can connect you with Ms. Wheeler. Any other questions? All right, hearing none, we're moving on to Agenda item number six, committee restructuring. Okay, so commissioners, we do have, we've had some attrition in the commission. And so we figured that this would be a good time to take a step back. And we had our tentative proposal for recommendations from each subcommittee. Um, so um, what I wanted us to do is give everyone the opportunity to, if they wanted to stay on their subcommittee to have that, or if we wanted to switch, um, we could do that as well. Uh, Dr. Decog, what we landed on midway through this year was to divide up um, the commission into three subcommittees, which was chapter 10 ordinance, um, program development and cross-cutting work. So the chapter 10 uh, subcommittee focused solely on just the ordinance doing a review um, and providing recommendation for um, amendments to the chapter 10 ordinance. The program development subcommittee um, focused on um, program opportunities uh, within, our, uh, within our commission, as well as opportunities that could lie outside of the commission with collaborating with other boards and commissions. 
And then the work of cross-cutting was essentially encompassed a little bit of that, but also how do we align ourselves with other commissions and other work and how that aligns within our, within the commission as well as with other boards and commissions for opportunities. So the example we have is our the potential work on um, the fair housing ordinance that was proposed through the Affordable Housing Advisory Board and how that could be a collaborative work effort between that board and the Human Relations Commission to move that forward, um, supporting that work through the community partners that brought it to um, to the, to the Affordable Housing Advisory Board, AHAP. So we have those three subcommittees where the work would drill down into those and then we will report out. We recently uh, came together and proposed um, program recommendations for um, the upcoming year 2022, which I will get those, I will have share those with you after today's meeting. But that kind of gives you a high level to um, what that is. The idea about it was to give um, commissioners an opportunity to work in committees that spoke to their strengths um, to help continue to move the work of the Human Relations Commission um, in a way that's based on everyone's strengths and that we could be able to focus on different capacities within the program, which is collaborative work, programming within the build out programming within our commission, as well as understanding the full capacity uh, and interpretation of chapter 10 as it relates to us as commissioners. So those are our three. Um, what we did in the past and what I am proposing for us to do again for this round is to um, have Dr. Muhammad share out the ranking um, of the different committees. And so we could be able to realign folks back into those committees um, in that capacity. And so if anybody is wanting to switch, um, we, I know our program development committee right now is only a committee of one. Um, so I know Commissioner Haswood would appreciate having uh, some diligent workers uh, with her on that. And we do have, um, we do still have two commissioner spots to fill. And so that will, have uh, some impact on committees as well. But I at least want us to be able to get that information out to commissioners so that at least we're, we're aware of where we stand with committees um, as we're continuing to add on new commissioners. So does anyone have any questions about uh, the realignment process or where we stand with our subcommittees? Commissioner Decog, do you have any questions about the subcommittees? Um, Commissioner Salas, um, I do have some questions. Um, I want to know the difference. I think I understand that there's a difference between the program development committee and the cross-cutting. So is the cross-cutting mm -hmm. committee something like um, you know, collaboration, you said, with different other organizations. How is yes. that different from the from the program development one? I think the biggest piece is that they would work in, they have the potential to work in, this is Commissioner Sellers, by the way. Uh, they have the opportunity to work in concert with each other. Um, so where if there is a collaborative opportunity for a program, 
um, for example, the fair housing ordinance, that would fall under the purview of cross-cutting, where the program development would strictly focus on building out programs just within our commission as a whole. So what are programs we could do to elevate the work of Chapter 10 and the Human Relations Commissioners and the work we do just in human relations specific? Cross-cutting is looking at it from the perspective of where are there opportunities for us to collaborate with other commissions to do that work, and then where there's opportunities to pull in program development, we could do that. But they would serve as the arm for that, so that it doesn't that program piece doesn't fall heavily on on just solely the program development group. Okay. And again, subcommittees are open to reimagination, so I don't want to say that we're set in stone are these. We know we wanted to be able to revisit these after. That was part of our original conversation that we had in April. So if there's a, an opportunity to realign and readjust our subcommittees, we can definitely do that. But this is where we had we had landed at the time. Commissioners, do you have any questions about moving forward with the process to reassess um, committee participation? All right, hearing none, Dr. Muhammad, would you be available to send that back out to commissioners and so we can at least see preliminary on a preliminary basis what we're looking like as far as where folks want to land on the uh, different subcommittees. Chair Muhammad, yes, I was trying to pull it up now and I'll try to get that sent out. Okay. And this is Commissioner Sellers. Commissioner uh, Decock, to add to that, um, because the groups, we don't have, COMA doesn't come into effect with the groups being three, then it's the responsibility of the subcommittees to meet in between. Um, our meetings, uh, we are meeting mostly. Um, that's something for us as a committee that we can look at to maybe, I know during the summer we did, we missed a meeting, so we didn't meet in June. That allowed for committees to meet more frequently to start the initial groundwork of coming up with their preliminary recommendations. And so it would be, and then we also had the opportunity for our July and August meeting to we had a more shortened agenda to allow for subcommittees to meet after that time. So we concluded a meeting around seven and then committees were able to meet after the, the general meeting uh, with their subcommittees to do some work as well. So it would be the hope that we can continue that alignment and subcapacity so this is Commissioner DeCog. So uh, Commissioner Salas, so how many people are, how many commissioners are on each of the committees? Three. This is Commissioner Sellers, three Commissioner DeCog. Okay. But right now we've had, we're less three commission spots. So, but it's not to exceed three. Any other questions, commissioners, in regards to our realignment? All right, hearing none, moving on to agenda item number seven, end of the year report for the city commission. 
Um, in my conversation um, with Ms. Wheeler, um, we, and we discussed this as far as our preliminary agenda, our preliminary recommendations as well. Um, I wanted, it, it came up in the conversation, uh, the opportunity for us to uh, present essentially kind of a, a end of the year report um, to the city commission um, to highlight some of so highlight the work that we've been doing as a commission um, that includes some of our that will include our preliminary recommendations as well as some additional recommendations we may have uh, as it relates to the structure and functions of city boards and commissions. And so um, under the recommendation that came out of the cross-cutting group and specifically Commissioner uh, Sheldon Sherman, who brought this to the group um, that we did have in there, our preliminary recommendation to do an end of the year report. I wouldn't ask that this report be as um, exhaustive or extensive, but it does give us the opportunity to share uh, the work that we have been doing um, as commissioners and some of the things that we hope to accomplish in 2022. Um, and in the conversation I had with Ms. Wheeler, um, I did share some um, opportunities, I won't necessarily call them concerns, but I would say opportunities um, for the city as it relates to um, onboarding and structure and function of boards and commissions. And so thought it would be a great opportunity within our report to the city commissioners to include those recommendations as well. So it's a way for us to highlight some of our bright spots and also provide opportunities to, to elevate um, the work of our boards and commissions and, and what, we would, what we see those opportunities to be. And so the action for today would be for us to appoint commissioner members to start on a draft report for that, uh, for us to review in November so that it would be ready uh, to be shared um, at the first December uh, city commissioners meeting. So I'm going to open the floor for discussion and then we'll have to have a get a motion to, uh, or at least not, and we don't need a motion, but we'll need to identify commissioners to uh, serve in that capacity to, to work on that draft. This is Commissioner Sheldon Sherman. I am happy to help draft that since um, I thought it was a good idea in the first place. And I think it's a great opportunity for us to give feedback to the city commission, let them know what we're doing, but also let them know the concerns that we have and the movement that we would like to see this um, commission have in the future. So I'm happy to work on that. If someone wants to help me, I would love that. This is Commissioner Sellers. Thank you, Commissioner Sheldon Sherman. This is Commissioner Barnett. I would love to be on that um, subcommittee. Committee. I'd love to help with that, just knowing where we have come from and, um, you know, what, how things have changed so significantly for this commission. Um, I feel like, you know, kind of having that institutional knowledge would really help um, propel our work um, for the city commission because things do not used to be like this. And it's been great. So I I want to be able to provide a reference point. So I would I would love to help 
um, Commissioner Sheldon Sherman, however I can. This is Commissioner Stevens. I would, I would like to also be a part of the coalition. Thank you. Thank you, Commissioner. This is Commissioner Sellers. Thank you, Commissioner Stevens, Commissioner Barnett, and Commissioner Sheldon Sherman. Um, commissioners who are not serving in that capacity, I will ask that you um, share your thoughts um, with our three commissioners. Um, I would probably say, um, I don't want to give us a, a, a not less, I, I open this to those who are working on this. Would you prefer that we set a deadline to get feedback to you all, or would you like to take it on a, ro a rolling basis? I want to make sure we're respectful of your time and structure and function. Commissioner Barnett, I will defer to you since you have more experience with this. This is Commissioner Barnett. Just saying, I know we've never done an annual report before. Um, the way I like to work is I sure would enjoy a draft or an outline from Commissioner Sheldon Sherman, um, and we can edit it either in Google Docs or, um, you know, pass it around Word document. And then we can get together either Zoom or in person to kind of go over our points. We can add, we can each add in our own language um, and get, get a solid draft proposed to bring to the commission um, by the next meeting. So I think that's a, a good plan. Um, Commissioner Sheldon Sherman, if you agree with that, is that okay? Yes, this is Commissioner Sheldon Sherman. That sounds great. Um, to your point, Commissioner Sellers, then if the other commissioners who are not working on this draft would like to get me any feedback, um, let's say two weeks from now, two weeks from tonight, then that way I can make sure that we've incorporated everything that the other commissioners want to have in the report. That way, when we're reviewing it, everyone's points are at least incorporated and they can check to see if they're incorporated correctly. This is Commissioner Sellers. I have close the business, Commissioner Sheldon Sherman by the 25th, close the business. All right. so commissioners, you have been given your deadline. If you could get your feedback, comments, concerns, thoughts to Commissioner Sheldon Sherman by close of business Monday, October 25th, that would greatly be appreciated. Any other thoughts on our on our draft. All right, seeing none. Um, we point eight have our committee reports. I know we probably have not been meeting as a committee. I will be full disclosure. I know Crosscutting has not has not, or they may have without me, and that's totally okay if they have. Um, <laughs> Commissioner Stevens, don't look at me that way. I know you guys sometimes work without me. It's all right. But uh, once we get our realignment um, into play, I will definitely will start to report, do our report outs for our subcommittees. I am excited about our preliminary recommendations and incorporating those into our end of the year report and getting us going on those. So um, I would say commissioners in the interim until we start back our subcommittee work, Make, keep those uh, recommendations kind of in sight and to be thinking about those and keep those uh, 
not necessarily by memory, but to know, at least to start thinking about what that work could look like and how we would devise that up. So we will table that until our next meeting in November. I want us to circle back to historical marker uh, committee appointment. Um, so I know we had one commissioner that expressed an interest. Um, I will say commissioner um, Decog, if I don't want to put you on the spot, if you don't feel like you're ready for this capacity, but. Um, yes, I think um, this is commissioner Decog, And yes, I think that I am going to be interested in that committee. But I'm also interested in the cross-cutting. Okay. So I don't know if that's something that I could do as well. I This is Commissioner Sellers. I would imagine so. Um, but if it comes back after doing several meetings with the Historic um, Marker Subcommittee of the Historic Resources Commission, if you feel like it is one of those that is taking a little bit of taking too much capacity out of your time, then as long as you can let us know and then we can review a, a reappointment at that time. So at okay. any point that you feel like you can't balance the two, just let myself or Commissioner Barnett know, Dr. Muhammad, and we'll make sure that we, we get that spot filled. We just don't want it to be neglected. We wanna make sure that we are doing our part to, to, to be represented in that subgroup. Well, congratulations, Commissioner DeCog, on joining your first subcommittee. We have that noted. All right, Commissioners, do we have any questions in regards to agenda item number three? This is Commissioner Barnett, apologies. Um, but I, I did want to just circle back to the um, Chapter 10 subcommittee issue um chair sellers are you have you confirmed our two people guests who will be coming to the november meeting this is commissioner sellers no i have not vice chair okay um this is commissioner barnett uh somehow i'm not really sure how it played out but um chair sellers and dr muhammad um, have been doing outreach um, with other groups, outreach groups and other committees um, and commissions who are interested in the work that we're doing revising chapter 10, specifically the definition of source of income, which it was kind of a hot topic last time we met. And so um, I emailed them, those outreach groups, um, those stakeholders in this issue uh, to set up a meeting. So as soon as I get a response back, uh, Commissioner Emerson and I will meet with them since Commissioner Emerson is on the chapter 10 subcommittee with me, um, just to get some input on what they would like to see for that definition. Um, but I just wanted to update everyone on that and then also on the good work that I don't really know how they fell into our lap, but thank you for doing that because I certainly hadn't done anything to reach out to them yet. So thanks. This is Commissioner Sellers. I think it was just in regard, I, that group had some work related to the um, fair housing ordinance that was proposed for us to work on Commissioner Barnett. So I think it was just a matter of some overlapping interest there. And so I do have um, 
if you all are interested, there was some legislation um, that was introduced this past session um, around that, that I will be more than happy to share with you because it does align with a lot of the work that that group is, is doing. I, I imagine they probably have that same information, but I will at least share what information I do have that I've been keeping track of. So I can push that to you and Commissioner Emerson. Are there any other committees that wanted to provide any updates? All right, hearing that, we have no items under commit other under subsection C, so we'll move on to subsection D, public comment. Um, the board shall allow public comments on items listed on the agenda. Each person will be limited to three minutes for public comment. Members of the public may provide public comments on multiple agenda items. General public comment on items or issues that are not scheduled on the agenda may be made after all regular business of the board has been conducted. And again, each person is limited to three minutes for general public comment. Dr. Muhammad, do you have anyone in person to provide public comments? Uh, Ferris Muhammad, Director of Equity and Inclusion. There's no one present here in person for public comment. Like we may have uh, some members of the general public online though. Do we, this is Commissioner Sellers. Do we have anyone from the general, uh, from the general public virtually that would like to provide public comment? All right. Hearing none, we will close subsection D, public comment. All right, calendar commissioners, our next meeting is scheduled for Monday, November 8th. And again, we do have recommendations for the end of the year report that are to be submitted to Commissioner Sheldon Sherman by close of business on the 25th. Before adjournment, do we have any good of the order or any announcements or updates? Look at you guys, you're just making it so easy tonight. All right. Well, commissioners, it is 7.15. If there is no other business of the evening, I will call this meeting adjourned. All right, everyone have a great evening. Take care.